This is Radio Influence, podcasting redefined. Welcome back to the Lawfather podcast. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. And we're here in Super Bowl week. And for those of you that have been listening, you know that we're in Tampa. So uh, go Bucks! We're all ready to go for the week. And uh, looking forward to the Super Bowl with the Bucks as the first team to play in their home stadium for the Super Bowl. So pretty exciting there. Really looking forward to that. Those of you watching on video can see we got the old creamsicle Bucks flag out. I got the Bucks polo on today. So we are all ready to go for Super Bowl week. I know last time and the last few podcasts, we've talked a lot about politics and different things. And uh, last time I had kind of talked about maybe doing some stuff on impeachment. Uh, do want to take a break from the politics side of things and do a case or no case. So those of you who, that, who have listened in the past, uh, I previously did some work on TV and we would play a game with the hosts of the TV show uh, called Case or No Case. And what that is is... I give three scenarios, and you, the listener, will need to guess what those scenarios are. All right? So we'll put some of the stuff up on social media, so please go ahead and check those. Uh, we have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Just search for The Law Father. You'll find us. Okay? It's the one with the picture of me. There's a couple other uh, fake law fathers out there, if you will. Uh, we're the one, the only, the actual trademarked law father. So just look for us on there, and... We'll go from there on that, but check us out in all those places. And also, if you have a question for the show or you just want to ask me something or share a comment, you can always reach out to me at lawfather at tampalawfather.com. That is the email address specifically dedicated to this show. So like I said, if you ever have any questions or just want to make a comment, please reach out to me there. So without further ado, let's get into case or no case. So like I said, I'm going to give three scenarios only one of these is going to be a viable personal injury case. Okay, so keep that in mind. Only one will be a viable personal injury case. Number one, the case of the police officer crash. Riggs is a police officer. Riggs is driving his patrol car on Howard Avenue coming up to the red light on Columbus. As Riggs is stopping for the red light, the car behind him is not paying attention and crashes into the back of Riggs' patrol car. Riggs suffers minor injuries as a result of the crash. Riggs, who was a police officer and was working at the time of the crash, sues the person who crashed into his police patrol car. Does Riggs have a case? Number two, the case of the blue pill. Briscoe goes to the pharmacy to pick up his refill prescription that his doctor has ordered for him. Briscoe has been taking this medication for the last 12 months and it has always come as a large white pill. This time, Briscoe opens the pill bottle and sees a small blue pill. Briscoe thinks about taking this pill, but does not do so. Briscoe brings the pills back to the pharmacy to show the pharmacist. The pharmacist tells Briscoe they are the wrong pills, and he could, not, he could have been severely hurt had he taken the pills. Briscoe sues the pharmacist. Does Briscoe have a case? And number three, the case of the police passenger. Callahan and McLean are both police officers who are working and riding in the same car. Callahan is the passenger, and McLean is the driver. With McLean driving, he and Callahan have had several close calls for car crashes. Today is no different. 
McLean's driving the p- patrol car like usual, and this time he crashes in the, into the back of a civilian car that was stopped at a stop sign. McLean is not hurt, but Callahan is. This crash happened while McLean and Callahan were working. Callahan sues the police department for his injuries as a result of the crash. Does Callahan have a case? All right, three tough ones there. Let's recap them real quick. We have the case of the police officer crash. So Riggs was hit and rear-ended by a civilian. The case of the blue pill. Briscoe got a, a pill that was the incorrect pill, but he did not take it. And the case of the police passenger where Callahan and McLean were both working at the time that McLean ran into somebody. Bonus points for knowing where these names all come from. Okay, there's a theme here to all of this. All right, so here we go. Quick pause for those of you listening and following along on social media. Number one is the case. All right, so why? Why is number one the case over the blue pill and the case of the police passenger? And number one being the case of the police officer crash. That was our buddy Riggs who got rear-ended. All right, well... Number two isn't a case because nothing happened, okay? Yes, Briscoe was given the wrong pills, okay? Yes, that could have been very bad. Honestly, depending on what it was, could have been fatal, okay? But in the law, we can't necessarily work around what the could have been, right? We're concerned with what the actual is, what actually happened. Did Briscoe actually get hurt as a result? what were his, what we call damages, right? So that's one of the things that we look at. If you don't have any damages, you don't have any case. It doesn't matter how bad it was and how negligent or how wrong somebody was and what they did. If you're not hurt in some way, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a physical hurt, it can be a monetary hurt. Now, from a hyper-technical standpoint, could Briscoe be hurt in the sense that he had to take time right? He lost time in going to the pharmacy to pick it up the first time, waiting in line at the pharmacy, going home, then having to drive back to the pharmacy, wait in line again at the pharmacy. Yeah, you you could, okay? But really negligible, right? So not really much to be able to be done there, okay? So if he had taken the pill, and look, let's look at it from another perspective. He had taken the pill, and didn't realize that it was the wrong pill and there were no side effects, didn't hurt him at all, say maybe it was a, a sugar pill, let's say, or you know some kind of placebo pill and, and he was supposed to get a real pill, no real case because no real damages, okay? So that's what that one looks like and that is why the case of the blue pill and our buddy Briscoe doesn't have a case. Number three, the case of the police passenger, that one's a little bit more difficult, okay? Because, hey, Callahan was hurt in the crash. McLean did something wrong. He ran into the back of somebody, right? Now, here's where the small nuance comes into play. The question was whether Callahan could sue the police department for his injuries. And if you go back to the beginning where I said we're picking out the personal injury case, all right? Here's where it differs. He was working at the time. And because he was working at the time and it was another employee of the same company who caused the crash, okay, company, police department, same same difference when we're talking about this aspect of the law, okay, they both worked for the same place. 
the person who worked there was the one who caused the crash, was the one who was negligent, who caused Callahan's injuries, who caused Callahan's damages. You can't sue for negligence. You can't sue under a personal injury case like Briggs could, okay? Callahan has a remedy. It's just not as a personal injury case. Callahan's remedy is as a worker's comp case, okay? And he doesn't even necessarily have to bring a worker's comp case. Uh, Worker's comp kicks in regardless of fault. So Callahan can get treated for his injuries by his employer, which in this case is the police department, without half he doesn't have to sue them to get that now sometimes people do initiate claims and lawsuits against their employers for workers comp it's not a rec it's not a prerequisite okay if you like your employer and and you're happy with the treatment that they're they're that they're giving you you can treat under their workers comp till workers comp releases you back to work okay I, and i know uh, some of the police departments and sheriff's offices there's some parameters around that uh, in terms of the amount of time that you have to get back to work, um, but that is a whole nother, a whole nother topic, and really not necessarily law related, but more procedural related on their part. So let's look at number one. Number one is our case. Why is number one our case? Right? We talked about why the other two weren't cases. So let's look at why number one is a case. Well, it, it's really kind of really simple, if you will. Even even though. Riggs works for the police department. We uh, Riggs is a, a government employee, okay. And most times, uh, law enforcement and police, uh, excuse me, law enforcement and, and firefighters can't necessarily sue somebody for injuries, right? So a firefighter goes into a burning building, right, and he's he gets hurt. He can't necessarily sue the building owner for those injuries, right? Essentially, it's part of the job, if you will, okay? And I don't mean that in a negative way, but from the legal standpoint, in that one small instance, right, it's part of the job, okay? But when we're talking about automobile negligence, when we're talking about car crashes, it's different, okay? It just is. I, I don't know the rationale behind why it's different, but it is. So Riggs is working at the time, right? Just like, so to to compare it, if that same person who ran into the back of Riggs' patrol car punched Riggs in the face on purpose, Riggs wouldn't really have a case against that person. But in automobile negligence, which is what car crashes are, he has a case, okay? He can sue that individual that hit him, okay? He would also have the opportunity to use his worker's comp. So the department that he works for could pay for his medical treatment and he could treat under workers comp. He doesn't have to go against the driver that hit him, but that option's out there and available to him. Therefore, he has a case. Okay. So Riggs in this scenario is the one with a case. So there you have it. That is the case or no case for today. As I mentioned, we we have done these on TV. So if you check out YouTube, you can probably check and find this same scenario run through uh, from when we were doing work on daytime. So if you want to see the uh, interactive with the host version, there's that one. That's what we have for today in terms of what we have here. All right. So taking a little segue here from case or no case and looking at those different scenarios, we do have a listener question for today. And, you know, quite honestly, we have really good listeners who ask really good questions and tying it into kind of where we are with things, being that it's Super Bowl week. All right. So this listener asked, they said, hey, 
If I'm, I'm on my way to the Super Bowl, right? Got all my Bucks gear on, and I see this car speeding up behind me, thinking, hey, it's not going to stop. I'm at a stop sign. I see him coming. He's not going to stop. Runs into the back of me. He gets out of the car. I get out of the car. He's wearing all his Chiefs gear. I got all my Bucks gear on, and I find out he's from Kansas City. Does that change anything? Quite frankly, no. It doesn't necessarily change anything. Um, so it, it it changes what the insurance requirements are for the given state. Okay. But it's still, we can still sue that person. So let's say, let's play out this scenario. Out of that crash, right? The one that you're on your way to the Super Bowl, you're hurt and you have to get treatment. And we try to resolve it with the insurance company, which is quite frankly how probably. 95% of the cases resolve is just with the insurance company, no lawsuit, but hey, the insurance company, they they resolve it and it gets settled and done. But let's say that doesn't happen in this particular case and we have to sue the individual, right? So that's how it works. We don't sue the insurance company. We actually sue the individual, but that individual lives in Kansas City. That individual, individual doesn't live in Florida, right? Well, how does that work? Because, hey, how do we get people here? Well, your case actually resides in one of a few places, right? Where you can file a lawsuit. You can file a lawsuit in the state that the defendant lives. And in this in this case, the Kansas City fan is the defendant. Or you can file the lawsuit where what we call the cause of action occurred. In this case, it would be the crash, where the crash occurred. And the crash occurred in Florida. Essentially, too bad for that guy from Kansas City, right? After the Chiefs lose the Super Bowl, he's not going to want to have to ever come back to Tampa. But in this case, he's going to have to come back to Tampa. He's going to have to come back to Tampa to answer to the the lawsuit that had been filed as a result of his negligence. So that's it. And, and it's something we can see a lot here in Florida, right? Especially during the winter, we have a decent amount of snowbirds. So keep that in mind, even if someone hits you and, and you look and they have out-of-state plates, you know, maybe from the Northeast because you're coming down to escape the cold. It's all the same, okay? It, it works no different if it is your next-door neighbor who hits you or, you know, somebody from Alaska coming all the way down to stay warm for the summer or warm warm for the winter, rather, right? Summer all, all the time here. So um, that is the listener question for today. As always, please check us out on social media. Check out our Instagram, our Facebook. A lot of good stuff on there. Check out our new little cartoon character. There's the Law Father guy, okay? Take a look. He's making more and more appearances on social media. Uh, East Third Studios. Just want to give a big thank you to East East Third Studios. They're out of Tampa and Ybor City who helped me come up with that cartoon character. So go check them out. Real good outfit. The guy's name is Luke and just real good stuff and really pleased with the way that came out. If you have listener questions, please email me, lawfather at tampalawfather.com. And on all those social media platforms, just look for the Lawfather. Do a search. You'll find the real Lawfather. Just look for me and my picture. It'll be on there. And as always, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Lawfather out. I'm Jerry Petock, CEO of Radio Influence. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thank you for downloading and subscribing to this podcast. 
There are a lot of people behind the scenes here at Radio Influence that work hard to keep you entertained day in and day out. If you'd like to get involved and advertise on this program, or you have some show ideas that you'd like to see us add to the Radio Influence family, please email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. We all have crazy schedules, so the fact that you took time out of your busy day to let us entertain you for a while means a lot. Without you, the listeners, we wouldn't exist, so thank you again for downloading and subscribing to this show. Don't forget to check out RadioInfluence.com to see what other shows we also have to offer. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and of course, RadioInfluence.com. Radio Influence.